What's it take to be a Chief Information Risk Officer? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group, and we're talking today with Steve Katz, former CISO with Citibank, J.P. Morgan, and many other financial institutions. Steve, as always, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for, uh, for the call, and uh, looking forward to our conversation. So, Steve, fundamentally, if you were going to differentiate, what are the key differences between a CISO and a CIRO? I think we're seeing a slight bifurcation in career paths where the CISO, and when I sort of took over that job, it included security technology as well as governance and policy. Uh, and I reported into, as the many CISOs today report into the technology arm of the corporation. The CIRO begins to look at information as a risk management issue or the protection of information as a risk management issue. And the reporting path tends to be one of reporting directly into the uh, office of uh, chief risk officer. So that there's oftentimes a tension between the between technology, the CIO, and the uh, CISO. The CIO needs to deliver performance on time and on a schedule. The CISO tends to be pushing off on an, or prodding off in another direction, saying. We have to look at the security of the, of the information, the security of the technology, and may or may not be responsible for actually implementing the security, the technological security, as well. The CIRO looks at information as a risk management issue, and in reporting into into the chief risk officer, tends to be on par with the head of operations risk, the head of uh, credit risk, and the head of market risk, and they try to put together a unified perspective on risk position for the corporation, first helping to, uh, to define the corporation's or enterprise's appetite for risk, then taking a look at the alternative ways that that risk can be addressed. Uh, you tend to think if the CIRO will really be looking at uh, reputation risk, financial risk, and uh, legal and regulatory risk, well, the CISO may or may could potentially be looking really at the technology, technological implications of information security and trying to bring that in sync with the CIO's position. Uh, fundamentally, I think the, the objectives of the position are the same. I tend to think, in one case, there may be a slight weighting or dipping towards uh, technology, where the CIRO is much more dipping towards or leaning towards uh, defining the overall risk posture or risk appetite of the corporation, and then trying to find ways to define the, define the levels of risk that you deal with in protecting information and then recommending the governance programs and uh, and operational programs that help uh, meet those meet the risk appetite. Steve, what do you see as the unique skill sets for each of these roles? The key for the CIRO is balance, and it's really one sitting sort of balance plus a combination of working with corporate executives to define risk appetite. And putting things in the overall perspective, what is the operational or informational risk that risk level have to deal with? Uh, the CISO at times may be more operationally oriented, but I think there's also, I think in many cases we're looking at a semantic difference because different corporations tend to use this, uh, different titles for the same job. So in some cases you are looking at a, a real difference in terms of reporting structure and emphasis. In other cases, maybe a semantic difference of just using a different title for the same position. Uh, in, in certain cases, it really says what corporation we're looking at and how are they defining information risk or information security risk. Uh, 
as I said, there may be a real difference in some, in some corporations. Other corporations is just semantic and, and difference in title. Uh, I, but I do think the biggest difference would ultimately be a reporting relationship. So, so two-part question here for you, Steve. Let's assume that one would, would transition from a CISO to CIRO. And my question is, why would one make that transition? And then how would they go about doing it? The transition, again, becomes one of emphasis. Recognizing that protecting information is strictly, a, strictly or primarily a risk uh, mitigation effort. The focus is defining risk and then figuring and defining risk appetite and then coming up with alternatives to meet that. Recognizing that uh, the CIRO will look in, look at many shades of gray, while the CISO would generally have you know fewer shades of gray. Uh, what also would potentially be the difference is where in the corporation does this person come from. Uh, historically, the CISO has come out of the technological uh, technology operations area of a corporation or potentially the audit areas of a corporation, where the CIRO could very well come from a risk uh, area of the corporation and come from a, uh, the executive management area of one of the uh, business uh, one of the uh, lines of business within the corporation. And I think the transition is one of minds, uh, mental state or minds, uh, state of mind as much as anything else, recognizing that both will be concerned with governance, both will be concerned with policy, both will be concerned with uh, verifying the compliance to policy, but I think the CIRO will be much more focused on defining levels of risk, defining uh, risk appetite, defining what areas of risk are being impacted and really doing, you know, focusing on how do I best mitigate that risk within the organization's appetite to accept risk. If you think about it, there are, only three, there are only four things you can do with risk. The first is identify it. The second is to potentially mitigate it. If you don't want to mitigate it, you will accept it. If you don't want to mitigate or accept, you will transfer. And that generally looks look at uh, transfer financial responsibility and financial impact of risk. Uh, but it's really focusing on the risk element of information as opposed to the, the uh, security uh, posture of protecting that information regardless of where it is and potentially coming down more on technological solutions rather than uh, defining levels of risk or risk appetite across the corporation. Steve, a final question for you on this topic. For someone considering mm -hmm. making this transition, what advice would you give to them? Learn the business, absolutely. Learn what business products your company, your company is offering. And also learn the fine art of negotiation because so much of it is here are all the areas of gray I have to manage, and let's find out how we move the bar up and down this continuum of levels of gray. Uh, as opposed to saying, gee, it's a legal or compliance issue, we have to do it, uh, or gee, it's a binary issue rather than it's a, uh, a gray level of issue. So it's A, learn the business, B, recognize that everything is in a state of flux, a state of gray, and C, learning how to compromise both across the, across the operation technology areas as well as the business areas. Very good, Steve. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thanks for taking some time to tell, talk to us about this, uh, the position and how one might transfer from, from one to the other. My pleasure, Tom. We've been talking with Steve Katz for Information Security Media Group. I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.